0: Hey yo, what's up, Shanti, V for the win, back, another episode, as we continue to navigate through the 2022 NBA Finals, most intriguing, I might add, Golden State Warriors came out and did what they were supposed to do in game two, and that was to win the game. Tie the series up to go back to Boston. Very intrigued on how this how this thing is going to play out, this, this NBA Finals. You know, we've grown accustomed to overreacting as a fan base. Whether what side of the fence you're on, you know, who team you're pulling for, what player you like, what coach you like you know, both organization has history, both organizations have, have history, you know, winning championships, um, you know, most notably the Golden State Warriors, obviously, you know, you go from, you know, basically a, uh, a doormat franchise, you know, they win the championship in 1975, I think. And then, you know, they, 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 they won around that time. But before, after that, I mean, they, it was the Matt Barnes Warriors and the Baron Davis Warriors, you know, Chris Mullen Warriors, Rich, Mitch Richmond Warriors, you know, Chris Weber even played for the Warriors. And those teams, they were okay. Billy Owens. Um, those, those teams were okay, but they, they you know, they weren't a, a championship-caliber unit, you know what I'm saying? Like now we see the the Steph Curry version of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, um, you know, notably. Um, you know, this, this, this series is intriguing. You know, now everybody's saying, oh, well, if you're on the Golden State side, well, now we got to act together. Now we're just going to win the series. Now we're just going to. Sweep this thing and win the next four games, and this thing's going to be over. I beg to differ. You know what I mean? I I just think that Boston's a little bit better than, you know, I was giving them credit for at the beginning of the playoffs. You know, I I didn't think that Boston was a number two seed, you know, and they shut me up big time by sweeping Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Um, You you navigate through the next series, yeah, you could say – you know, Chris Middleton was heard. You know, obviously Giannis uh, still, you know, played his ass off, um, as Giannis always does. Um, that's a whole nother topic. I want to talk about Giannis and, and his his future with the Bucs um, at a later time. But, um, you know, the Boston Celtics are worthy of being in the NBA Finals. And I, I don't think... Do I think Golden State's going to win the series? Yeah, I, I do. I think Golden State, I'm not a Warriors fan, but I do think they're going to win the series. You know, I got to call it down the middle, how I see it. Um, I, I just think that they are They are more deeper. You know, they, they do have more ways to beat you, you know. Um, but Boston is something to be said for defense. You know, both teams are, are good defensively when they want to lock down. Golden State can be. Boston is exceptional. Exceptional defensive team, and, and I think that their coaching ex- exudes the um, the defensive way, you know, if you will, and I think that that's, that's going to go far with them, man. I think that Boston, you know, they got another game in them. If you was to tell me the series after two games would be 1-1 going back to Boston, I would say, you know what, Boston's in, in, in good shape. You know what I mean? This game three is going to be huge, you know. Um, I, I think the winner of this game, obviously – You could say if Golden State wins game two – I'm sorry, game three and go up 2-1, then it may be a situation where you're going to have a must-win for Boston or vice versa. You know, whoever loses game three, game four is going to be a must-win. You know what I mean? And I think that that's how this series is going to go. I think the Warriors, you know, still going to win this series in six games, but I don't think it's going to be five games. You know what I mean? I'd be – awfully surprised if they if Boston didn't win another game and I think that the defense I think that people discount Jason Tatum as a player you know people discount Jalen Brown you know I'm telling you this team reminds me of the Pistons I'm telling you they remind me of the '04 4 Pistons obviously the Pistons didn't have you know scores like Tatum and Jalen Brown but what I'm getting at is the, the players around them are going to be key. You know what I mean? Martin, people discount Marcus Smart, you know what I mean? People, you know, Robert Williams is clearly hurt. And, and I think that Yedoka is in a tough spot because I think Daniel Tice can do the job, but I don't think he might might not be. He might give up offense for defense in this this point. He might have to he might have to give up offense for defense, you know what I mean? Daniel Tice could score around the basket, get some rebounds. You know, he could be a timely um, asset, you know, at the right time for the Celtics, you know what I mean? I think Robert Williams is hurt, you know what I mean? But he played great in the last, even though, you know, Boston pretty much got blew out. But I think while that game was competitive, Robert Williams was kind of making some plays defensively, and he was a presence in there, you know what I'm saying? So I think that right there, that that's a key – thing to look at going forward, you know what I mean, can Daniel Tice uh, be counted on by by Udoka, will Udoka make the change, or is Robert Williams like, hey coach, uh, it's three, it's two, it's sorry, it's two days in between games, I'm gonna be ready, let's see if Robert Williams can can make an impact in this next game, you know, if not, he may, Udoka may want to go with Daniel Tice for offense, because they go through those lulls, where if Derek White's not scoring, if Marcus Smart's not scoring, you know, um they they go go through those laws where they, they need a basket, man. And I think Daniel Tice can provide that around the rim, you know, at least keep golden stay honest, you know, on the inside, you know, far as scoring goes. Put put another scorer out there. Um if if you look at it, Jason Tatum, um he's had well, the first game they won, scored 12 points, had some at 12 assists. You know, you look at Jason Tatum and you look at him and you, you've you seen the ability, you know, notably 46 points in an elimination game at Milwaukee, um, then turn around and a game seven and score 30 plus. We've seen Jalen Brown just go off. He's streaky as hell. You know what I'm saying? But he can go off at any moment. You know what I'm saying? He could. Um, you know, get get your 10, 15 points in a row. You know, keep the team afloat. And then you look up, man, Jalen Brown got 28 points for the game. You know what I'm saying? With seven or eight assists and some steals. You know what I mean? Um, I think that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum is is underrated, man. I think they're better than what people are giving them credit for. And I expect a big game, you know what I mean, from, from those two. They've been doing it all year. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, if they combine for – you know, 62 points, that it's a flash in a pan, that it was just luck, yeah, Al Horford coming out scoring 26 in game one, yeah, that, that was like, okay, that was his one game for the series, you know what I mean, I think Al Horford, 36 years old, will be 37 on Friday, you know what I mean, yeah, I mean, he can play, you know what I mean, but it's just, it's a young man game, it's a young man's game, you know, Al Horford's out there for motivational leadership, Love Al Horford. Love what he brings. Love what he stood for in the NBA. You know, being on the teams he's been on, what he's represented. You know, Al Horford, you know, those guys probably want to win a winner ring for Al Horford. You know what I mean? And I and I just think that, you know, Tatum and Brown, they are going to come to play, man. I, I just don't think that they're going to lay down. I, I just don't see Golden State going in there winning both games. Um, I think this thing probably will go back to San Francisco 2-2. You know what I mean? For For game five. You know what I mean? And then I think... Golden State may take game five and maybe win game six. We'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? Um, my theory is shot. Like I said, this this whole playoffs has been um, a wait-and-see approach, you know, if you will. Because you think you got a, a pulse on a team. You know, you think you know their characteristics. Like, I was for sure that Milwaukee could make it to the finals. You know what I'm saying? And Boston was clearly a better team. You know what I'm saying? Even if Middleton would have played, do you think that that – would have put them over the edge probably probably put them over the top maybe so they they may they might have beat Boston if if uh Middleton played but maybe not you know what I mean what if you know Tyler Hero was totally healthy you know would Miami have beaten Boston maybe not but you could say Jason Tatum scored 10 points in one of those games against Miami what if Jason Tatum just scores 20 like he normally does 20 25 they probably win that game so you know you can go back and forth with all the different scenarios i think that this this nba finals is way more intriguing than um than than people are giving it credit for you know what i mean i think the i love the inside matchups the bench you know as far as uh you know jordan Poole was great in game two but in game one he it was you know he struggled you know what i mean um you know, people point to, oh, well, they scored, uh, you know, Boston did win the game by scoring 40 points in the fourth quarter. They did. Where did that come from? They shot nine out of 10, you know, from three. Yeah, they probably won't do that again, but again, the Warriors, Clay Thompson, you know, has not shot the ball well. You know what I mean? You would, you would say, okay, if you're a Golden State fan, you would say, well, okay, well, Clay Thompson, if he, all he has to do is get his act together, we win this series easy. Yeah, but it's different It's different variables into it, and I, and I agree with that, and I think Klay Thompson will uh, pick one of these games to come out of his slump. You know what I'm saying? Well, we just know Klay Thompson, other than Steph Curry, has been one of the NBA's best shooters as well. You know what I'm saying? He ain't. He doesn't have the accolades as, as Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Me, namely being an all-time leading three-point sh- shot maker, but, you know, Klay Thompson is Klay Thompson, man. Any, any Every team in the league would love to have Klay Thompson, you know. And I think uh, uh Boston has set themselves up to, to have a uh, the, the fans. are going to be absolutely bananas in, in Boston, you know, to actually have an NBA Finals game in that city, in that stadium, you know, with the history. They're going to be lathered up on Wednesday night, you know what I'm saying, and Friday night, you know, whether win or lose, both games going to be crazy, you know, and Boston is essential to feed off that home crowd, you know what I mean, and I think that a guy like Marcus Smart, they, they need some, some home, um, I, I think the best recipe for Boston right now is to have some home, have a couple home games, you know what I mean, being, you know, you had two hard-fought game sevens, you know what I mean, um, they had a game seven in Boston. They played the first two games in San Francisco against Golden State for the finals. It seemed like they haven't played a home game in forever. And I think that that's the best recipe right now for Boston to move forward. Jason Tatum. I'm looking for Jason Tatum to have a big game. You know what I mean? This next game. You know what I mean? It just seems like. And they haven't. I've seen a stat. Boston hasn't lost two games in a row in the playoffs this year. You know what I mean? Neither, neither has the Warriors either, but I think that something's got to give. Something, something has got to give in this series. I love the way the direction is going, the theater, the, the end game, the game within the game. Draymond Green, um, you know, listen, Draymond Green is playing the, the villain uh, igniter to the T. You know what I'm saying? Um, Draymond Green can be irritating. You know what I mean? We know that. You know what I mean? And I think that the Warriors, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole, you know, those guys are pretty – Kevin Looney, you know, those guys are nice guys. You know what I'm saying? So you do have to have a guy who – is you know a guy who gets under everybody's skin, you know, and I think that Draymond Green, the Warriors need that, need him to play like that. That's that's his 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 role in the league is to play that way, and I, and I think that he did it to the T. The last game, I think it was a little bit overboard. I thought that he could have got another technical foul. They they are, they are getting preferential chief from the refs. I don't never blame the refs. I, I can't stand when people do it, but I, I thought that the last game. They really, really gave Draymond Green a lot of rope, you know what I'm saying, from the scuffle with Jalen Brown um, to the barking back. Not that he did anything on the court, but it just, to me, stop barking at the referees, man. Just play ball, you know what I mean? You, 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 you're a good player. Just just play ball. You don't have to bark at the referees to be the kind of player with the energy and everything, with the emotion, with the the play with the, the the edge that you need to play with, let let's go, man. Put, stop talking to the refs and play ball, you know. And I think that Draymond Green he he, he does have a role, you know what I mean. Now I, I beg to differ if he would have a have a, a significant role like that on another team, but with the Warriors it works, it fits, you know what I mean. It the 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 contrast of styles mesh between him and Steph Curry. You know, Klay Thompson and the coach, Steve Kirk. You know what I mean? It works. So I think that, you know, Draymond's going to have to tone it down when you're going into Boston. Remember, now the whistles might be in Boston's favor coming up in games three and four. You know, you're going to have to tone it down if you're Draymond Green. You know what I mean? You don't want to do anything stupid, get kicked out of one or two games, get a technical foul, start mounting. Remember, that's what happened in 2016, and people blame that instead of giving the credit to LeBron winning that championship, him and Kyrie Irving. So my thing is, you know, if you're the Warriors, you got to tell. You you don't want to pull them to the side, but it's a fine line on playing with emotion, playing with fire, and then just being downright not smart, you know what I mean, when it comes to showing referees up, you know, um, cussing at referee, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying. You know, people, we in the day and age, people trash talk, and I like trash talking, but not to the refs, man. Talk to the players, you know, everybody going at each other, you know, and let the chips fall where they may. I I just cannot wait until game three. I think it's going to be. Uh, most intriguing to say the least you know the 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 chess game and the coaches you know, and then I, they kind of took the word took my advice i, I kind of thought playing E dollar in game two was kind of didn't make no sense, you know what I'm saying And he hadn't been in there, you know what I mean because it's like now ain't the time to put Eagle dollar in the game and he ain't played you know what I'm saying, even though yeah, he hit a shot, but i I think that you that that time missed and then Klay Thompson's gotta get his shot going. You know what I'm saying? So you can't sacrifice Klay Thompson for you know, Jordan Poole's already kinda, you know, had a coming out party this year. So, you know, you wanna get Clay Thompson going. And I think that getting him going ain't and putting Eagle Dollar in there ain't the answer. You know, and I think and in the in game two, you seen that Kerr didn't have Eagle Dollar in there. So I thought that, that was a that was a smart move to, to just kind of tighten up the rotation a little bit, and they were they can afford to do it obviously because they were up twenty most of that game in the second half. So um, I love what, what what's going on with the chess game with the coaches too. Um, like I said, Steve Kerr is just it's been well documented the championships as a coach as a player. You know he knows what the hell he's doing. You know what I'm saying Udoka um, coming from the Spurs. You know, coming, uh, being brought through the ranks, playing for Greg Popovich and then ultimately coaching on the staff and then being on Boston staff for Brad Stevens. And now you see your dope as coach and it's just like he's won championships. So, um, it's good, great. I I cannot wait for game three. I hope you all enjoy it too. And we're going to come back and talk about this thing because I think it's going to be longer than what people think you agree with me, let me know. It's V for the win. NBA shout out before game three. Peace.